We're still following the Christmas story. Jesus has been born, but what is happening thereafter? Wise men have come from the east. They're looking for the king of the Jews. They go to the palace of Herod the king. And Matthew chapter 2, verse 7 and 8. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. So Herod is the king at the time. He heard the wise men declare that they've seen somebody who they think is going to be a future king of the Jews. The, the scribes make a search into the scriptures and come to the uh, conclusion that the Messiah is supposed to be born in Bethlehem. So Herod then speaks to the wise men. And there we see Herod's deception. He secretly called them, tried to ascertain from them where this is supposed to be happening. And if you look at it, uh, he seems like a very uh, pious, devotional person. Uh, He acknowledges God. He acknowledges the Messiah of Israel, and he's ready to worship. But that's far from from what his heart is. And the reason is because Herod is a very insecure person. He's not a true Jew, and he's not definitely not from the line of David. Uh, he has come into the kingship by political design. And so he's very threatened by anyone who has the right credentials. And there are people like that in our world who are very insecure and uh, uncertain about their role. Uh, They lead groups, they lead organizations, but there's a lot of insecurity in them because they are not sure of their own credentials. They probably got to the top, but they didn't get there by merit. And anyone who gets to the top without merit has deep insecurities. Uh, And that's where Herod is. He's not where he is by merit. And then he says to them, go look for the uh, child. And when you find him, uh, come and tell me so I can come and worship him. Look at the words he's using. He uses the word worship, but his intention is not worship. His intention is destruction. So sometimes you can have people who say the right things. Everything they say is right. But in the heart is hidden insecurity and motives that are more destructive than the eye can see. On the other hand, the wise men also use the word worship, but they mean it. So two people are using the same word, but the intentions are different. How do we tell the difference when people are saying the same thing, but they mean different things? And that's why we need God's guidance and the Holy Spirit's guidance. Eventually, the angel of the Lord helped the wise men to know the difference between the intentions behind those two words that they have used. Worship doesn't mean the same to everybody. And sometimes even in the church we have it where people say, oh, we're here to worship God, but, but they're not there to worship God. Or people say, oh, God is the one who told me, but that's God's not the one who told them. So we, we don't have to fall for words. 
We have to seek for meaning. We have to seek for intention. And the one who knows the thoughts and intents of people's hearts is the Holy Spirit. And that's why we have to rely on him every time to show us truly what people mean by the words they use. In the time being, Herod is saying worship, but he means destruction. Let's pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I yield my heart to you. Let the words I speak truly reflect the intentions of my heart. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you.